Good day, viewers and listeners. I'm your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. So everyone, yes, today is uh, Wednesday. Uh, this show will serve as the 102622 episode of Locked On Virginia. And, you know, we'll call this, uh, you know, how it kind of comes uh, on Wednesdays for you guys and for myself. As the uh, depth chart episode, the depth chart, uh, depth chart Wednesday, I guess is what we'll say. You know, always kind of have a theme uh, for every game um, or for every day, excuse me, for every day of of the show, and I kind of switch it up a little bit. Uh, I think you know Wednesdays is almost is, is also <clears throat> called Wahoo Wednesdays as well, but also it's kind of turned into uh, depth chart Wednesdays. Uh, Wahoo Wednesdays, Walking the Ground Wednesdays, whatever we want to call it. But yeah, um, being that you know this is the depth chart, it's always important for us to uh, to go back and check the depth chart because you know there could be some subtle changes, and we need to uh, kind of uh, typically for us, you know, you like to examine those kind of things. So we'll look at the depth chart today. We'll also do a little bit of uh, some basketball. Talk about. What's going on with the basketball team? Just a little bit. It's coming. I know. I know. Basketball is coming. You know, we are a self-professed uh, basketball school to our core, and and, and that's the uh, you know that that's that's the truth of the matter. Even though, as much as we love to be known for playing, you know, some tough, hard football, our uh, most success, our highest successes, have come from playing basketball. You know, as far as the the, the sport you know, with the most notoriety, you know, it kind of starts with football and it trickles down from there. So I guess we're going to talk about football being number one, as far as the most, uh, you know, the most lucrative sport, you know, uh, in college football also, uh, you know, being that it's the most lucrative, it pays for all, most of all the other sports, uh, to, to exist, you know, in the college landscape. So football being the, the king and the king of the hill, and then after that, you got basketball, you know, with basketball, depending on how good your basketball program is, you know, sometimes it can kind of pay for itself some, you know, I think that we're one of those um, universities where we pack our stadium, you know, we sell tickets all the time and merchandise and whatever we, we got going on for the basketball program. So the basketball program, I think is healthy. And we're one of the few ones that can pretty much, I think, if not getting close to covering itself, covering itself in cost. But most basketball programs in most colleges don't cover themselves. It depends on how uh, well the football program does. Is how uh, you know the, the the other sports get funded, you know, as well. So um, with us, we're one of those teams where basketball is our number one. So <clears throat> I would think the hierarchy goes something like you got football, basketball, then after basketball, maybe you get into maybe baseball. Um, someone could probably help me out with some of those 
um, you know, some of the hierarchy, hierarchy and where, you know, all the sports fall. But I think it starts with football, baseball, basketball, excuse me, football, basketball, baseball, um, you know, and it, it really goes down from there. So but for us, we are basketball first school and we're going to talk a little bit about them. Um, it's coming fast, coming fast and furious. You know, this is a great, great, great opportunity. Uh, for this team as far as what they have uh, lined up for this year and, you know, the roster and what I think this roster can be moving forward. Really, really, really excited, guys. So uh, before we go any further, though, let's go ahead and just get into the UBA versus Miami depth chart. All right. So, you know, as we start with this depth chart, uh, deep dive, uh, keep in mind that um, there could be some last-minute changes as well uh, going into uh, the Saturday's game. But this is the depth chart they put out on Tuesday uh, evening, and I'm going to give you guys what we got here. So starting at wide receiver, uh, the Dante, Dontavian Wicks, um, he's starting at one wide receiver. Of course, his backup is Demeek Starling, and, um, you know, that's a, uh, you know, Demeek Starling is someone I'm looking for more from um he's a speedster back there i'm looking for a little bit more from him you know in the return game you know we need you know field position and we need him to uh kind of step up a little bit more this year start giving more field position and start even maybe even get a score or so you know what i mean i think it just makes things a lot different you know a lot diff a lot more difficult for you know you to get beaten when you have a special team score so Looking for Demeek Starling to step up here later uh, on the backside of this year. Left tackle, we got Logan Taylor. Uh, he has kind of settled into that left tackle position. And, you know, the, the maybe, you know, he's one of the uh, calming force, anchoring force. And he was he's a sophomore. You think about him and Mikhail Boley, you know, he's a sophomore uh, at Logan Taylor and a freshman, uh, you know, Mikhail Boley, who started the year but um, still needs some seasoning. But he does get in there and play as well. Uh, at your left guard, you got uh, John Paul Flores, uh, the graduate transfer who's come in, uh, is your left starting left guard with Noah Josie backing him up. And you got uh, the center, Justice Johnson, uh, the, the bigger of the two centers. The other backup center to him is Ty Furnish. Um, uh, and, and our centers have, you know, ha have had some struggles this year, but have um, have done better. Uh, going into this year, Coach Tuje doing an incredible job of uh, getting these guys better, you know, and preparing them for the task at hand. Uh, right guard, you got Derek Devine, 6'6", 295. He's a senior, uh, and he is your starting right guard. Backing him up is Zach Tedder. Uh, Zach Tedder, uh, a junior, 6'5", 314. And our right tackle, Jonathan Leach who's also a senior, um, 6'5", 291. And behind him is freshman, another freshman, 6'5", 270, Houston Curry. That's what Coach was talking about, Houston Curry getting some time, and he's excited about the prospects for Houston Curry. So you think about him, Mikhail Boley and Houston Curry, two freshman tackles, right tackle and a left tackle. You know, where, where we could go with him. Or even if Logan Taylor stays at the left tackle, Next year, and then Mikhail Boldy maybe kicks in at 6'4", 331. Mikhail Boldy's a horse, man. He's a big boy. And, uh, and moving him in at a guard, um, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, this offensive line 
looks to um, you know looks to reboot. And you got Justice Johnson, who's the starting center now, who's only a sophomore. Uh, so yeah, we got some uh, we got some talent. We got some options to uh, move some of these boys around. And of course, getting into the tight ends, you got uh, Grant Mish, uh, the big tight end, six six two forty seven, and who's doing a uh, a good job holding it down um, for the tight end position. Then of course, my guy Sackett Wood Jr. I'm looking forward to him, um, and, and he's gotten more snaps. I don't I, I don't see I haven't seen the snap counts for this uh, you know for the last few games, but Sackett Wood, man. My H back of the year, my tight end of the year. I really love his game. And, um, you know, him being a junior, he's on his way, man. I think they're going to continue to use his talent. And uh, my man Sackett Woods in the building. And uh, I'm looking forward to him. Look for that number 44 out there, catch and run, tight end. He's great, man. Uh, of course, quarterback still is Brennan Armstrong, still finding his way in his new offense. I'm looking for the explosion, guys. You know, I've said it before. Let's get that thing going. Uh, then, of course, his backup, Jay Wolfe, who was back, who actually was out last week <clears throat> and he um, had an ailment, you know, but Jay Wolfe is back and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what he can do here. Um, and then also we got uh, Paris Jones uh, coming in, uh, starting at tailback. And then behind him, another player who was out last week, Mike Hollins, with an, with an uh, illness as well. And uh, he's back. Uh, uh, and ready to contribute for this game. And those are your uh, starting, starter and backup tailback. Wide receiver Keaton Thompson is uh, your starting slot. And his backup, Billy Kemp IV. I know uh, things were said you know, about him, Billy Kemp not having um, the stats, but he has been hurt this year. He's usually a stat stuffer. You know, usually does a really good job of getting, um, you know, of catching – uh, the ball doing really well for himself, and then um, you know uh, he'll wind up he'll wind up getting a um, he'll wind up getting yards going up the field. So uh, we'll uh, keep a check on Billy Kemp. Uh, but before we go any further, let's uh, get into this here. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. What's really cool about LinkedIn as well is you can have a you can look for the perfect profile, you know, and uh, you know, for the perfect person that you're hiring. There are screening tools uh, uh, and screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experiences uh, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Uh, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one delivering quality uh, hire uh, company versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com forward slash locked on. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Thanks for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, everyone, uh, getting back into our depth chart, uh, I believe we left off with uh, Billy Kemp and, you know, him backing up uh, Keaton Thompson and Keaton Thompson being the uh, stud that he is. I think that these guys are starting to really, really uh, understand that, you know, the drop balls are killing us, which I think they know that, but, you know, it seems like they're really drilling down and focusing on not dropping the ball. There's been less drop balls, but, um, you know, we can't have drop balls at certain times. I understand some in the beginning, the jitters a little bit, but when it's clutch time, you know, like when we had a touchdown and a touchdown was dropped uh, in the third quarter, could have put the game away. We need to catch those. But I digress. Um, wide receiver, uh, to finish this out, uh, the, the last wide receiver slots, we have um, Lavelle Davis uh, doing his thing and lining up opposite Dontavian Wicks, and uh, thank God that he's healthy. I'm glad he's healthy. I know that he needs a bounce-back game as well. He had a terrible game last uh, game against Georgia Tech. Uh, had a penalty at the end of the game that pretty much gave Georgia Tech life, that this team had pretty much shut them out in the back of the end zone, pushed them back about as far as they could go, and they called a penalty over him for jumping over the uh, the blocker. And uh, – it was a punt, you know, in the fourth quarter, and they were, it seemed like we were going to run the clock out, but it gave them uh, some life for like a little less than three minutes. So, um, you know, then he had that drop in the end zone as well. So I think Lavelle Davis is looking to uh, cleanse his, uh, you know, get that bad play out of his mind, get that that um, that bad aura away from the last game, and you know, make some, uh, you know, get some good plays, get some good memories going moving forward with this game. Also, Sean Wilson backing him up. Haven't really seen much of Sean Wilson, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Of course, we are all waiting for the big man as, as well, another big guy, Malachi Fields. Um, you know, he's just, coaches say he's just waiting for him, you know, patient with him, making sure he's healthy before they give him an opportunity to get back out there. But that's another kid, man. He's a huge, he's a big, strong kid, 220 pounds. I think he's like 6'4-ish, almost maybe 6'5-ish, but... Big body, athletic, you know, guy with uh, some good wheels. Looking forward to seeing him get out there. And that is your offensive depth chart. Uh, not too much changes there, but we the players uh, that were not there last week, which was um, Mike Hollins and Jay Wolfolk. Looks like they're back and healthy and ready to contribute. Now let's get to the defense. The defense here, we got uh, Mr. Cam Bam Butler himself. You know, this is the side of the ball where <clears throat> I think a lot of my praise uh, is starting to shift. I'm starting to come around, you know, and thinking that maybe we need to make sure that, you know, we put our first loves towards the defense. You know, we've been so um, conditioned to love the offense because of what they provide. How about we just start throwing that love towards the defense? So, like I said, starter, Cam Butler, the backup, Paul Akiri, 
And, uh, you know, another, you know, Paul Carey being from uh, Columbia, from the uh, Ivy League, he's done well. He, he's adjusted and, you know, he's done well uh, playing that defensive end spot. Uh, nose tackle, Jameer Carter, uh, done a great job in uh, helping anchor anchor the defense there, the nose tackle position. Um, and then, of course, you got uh, Agunye, Agunye, uh, and, uh, you know, backing him up. Olesen Kanmi, sorry about that if I if I butchered your name, uh, brother, young man, but I, I just uh, can't, <laughs> I'm just not having it today, you know, uh, you know, with the first name, trying to work it out. But, um, but yeah, he's, he backs up Jamil Carter and Dante Davis backs him up as well. The defensive tackle, or what we call the three technique, is Ben Smiley, who's the starter there. Big boy out of a 757 out of Hampton Roads, uh, Green Run. Uh, he's in there, 6'4", 274, Jr. Aaron Famui, uh, who is backing him up, uh, 6'2", 282, who was the uh, starter there. Ben Smiley has taken over. But the way that they rotate the guys, you really, you know, get a lot of snaps. Uh, so... But, you know, but this is what the starting uh, lineup says on the depth chart. Then backing up them, both of them, is Mike Diata. Mike Diata, 6'4", 268 sophomore. Remember, he, he got a sack last week. Got some pressure and, and got a, an interior sack uh, on that defensive line as well, which was really cool to see. So, yeah, glad to see Mike Diata come in and get some run and make a, uh, a huge contribution with the sack. Uh, then, of course, the bandit position, which is kind of like your stand-up rush-in defensive end in this defense. My man, Mr. Chico Bennett himself, who, in my opinion, is in the running for ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He currently leads the ACC in sacks with six, um, was defensive player of the defensive lineman of the week this past week with seven tackles, two tackles for losses, and two sacks. Look out for my man Chico Bennett Jr. Um, you know, on the edge coming in. Backing him up is uh, Jack Camper, um, another 757 uh, young man uh, coming in. Uh, the 6'5", 252-pound defensive end who transferred in from Wisconsin uh, is backing him up. And I think we're in good hands when we're talking about our defensive ends uh, wreaking havoc and coming in and doing a good job. Also, let's not forget about, uh, let's go to the middle linebacker position is our guy Nick Jackson, the leader, unquestioned leader of this defense, uh, running around, making all kinds of plays, uh, tackling everything, whether it needs to be tackled or not. You know, man averaging, is averaging about 10 tackles a, a game. So shout out to my man Nick Jackson, starting middle linebacker. Hopefully his knee is getting better. I know he has a brace on his knee uh, right now currently, but – uh, we just kind of need him to uh, kind of keep, okay, we got to keep him upright, you know, and keep him out there controlling the defense. Uh, backing him up, another talented young man, Deshaun Perry, a um, little bit of a longer, kind of a middle linebacker, 6'3, 230. He's um, out there backing up uh, and getting time as well. You know, he's rotating in and out uh, at the outside linebacker, middle linebacker as well. And backing uh, both of them up is Steve Bracey. Um, He's uh, a little bit more in the mold of Nick Jackson, six feet, 231. Uh, then, of course, we go to the will position. We've got Josh Ahern, who 
Josh has been battling some injuries. I'm not sure on his injury uh, on the injury report right now for him. 6'3", 234. is kind of a big boy in the middle there. Uh, or excuse me, on, on the outside. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be healthy to go this uh, game. But uh, his backup, James Jackson, who's done a really good job. James Jackson has been out there for a lot. Number seven, sophomore, 6'3", 228. And then let's not leave out Hunter Stewart, who's done a great job as well, manning you know, some of those linebacker positions. Um, the junior, 6'3", 242. Hunter Stewart back is backing up the wheels. Uh, Josh A. Hearn and James Jackson. So they got that good rotation going. Coach, um, you can see Coach Rosinski has everybody, um, all these guys rotating out. You see these linebackers rotating like defensive linemen. And outside of Nick Jackson, you see these guys get a lot of time. It's not like you know, one play, you know, these guys are getting in for a few plays at a time, rotating out and the next group of linebackers, you know, with the different packages are going in. Great job on uh, getting those guys uh, experience and getting them time. You figure the only senior in the line in, in the linebacker linebackers group is Nick Jackson. So by the time these players come back the following year, they'll have some good snaps under the belt. So looking forward to seeing how these guys continue to progress, you know, and how well they get, uh, you know, and how well, how much time they continue to get this year. Uh, left cornerback, we got Fentrell Cypress, who I'm really excited about as he continues to, you know, show that he's a, a really good and solid corner for University of Virginia. I think, think he's helped be, help be one of the calming forces, one of the, the solidifying guys on the back end, you know, when we're talking about covering. He actually tipped the ball uh, in, in, in the end zone to, um, you know, to help give – uh, I can't remember our safety. Maybe it was Cohen King, you know, the interception. Um, so shout out to him. I'm really excited to watch him play every week. Then you got Elijah Gaines backing him up. Oh, the sophomore, uh, Elijah's backing him up. Then of course the right corner, uh, senior grad transfer, Anthony Johnson from Louisville, 6'2", uh, 205. He, he's, uh, the opposite side of Fentrell Cypress, and then the backup to Anthony Johnson is Jalen Baker, 6'2", 187. Uh, and you see him a little bit, but Anthony Johnson has been manning the, the position and is playing a lot better than he's played uh, over the last year and looking good. Then, of course, the spur position, which is kind of like a hybrid safety position. That's my man, Jonas Sanker. You know, I'm excited about these safeties we got back here, man. Sophomore. Uh, just all over the field. You know, these guys are tapping the ball. Jonas was absolutely amazing. Um, he could, if it wasn't uh, Chico Bennett being the uh, player of the game, if I had to choose a second one, it would be Jonas Sanker. Jonas was all over the field uh, making plays, and he just looks like a superstar to me um, and only a sophomore. And then we're looking at Darius Bratton backing him up. Uh, he's a stalwart. He's been in the program. He's solidified uh, him uh, backing up Jonas Sanker as well. But Darius Bratton also solid cover skills. Was considered one of the best cover guys on the team as well and still is. So um, Darius Bratton backing him up. Free safety, Cohen King, uh, who's the uh, safety there. Then, of course, you got Lex Long, you know, the uh, sophomore I was talking about. Whenever Lex Long is in the game, you could just see, you know, because he's, when I say long, he's 6'3 as well. He's 6'3, 215. He's a big safety back there. That free safety, you know, running around there, making plays, getting his hands on stuff, maybe even intimidating 
some guys running across the middle. Shout out to Lex Long. And then, of course, uh, Donovan Johnson backing both of them up at free safety. So, you know, you see these guys get in there, and they got a great rotation. Coach Rosinski is really doing a good job of getting all of them guys some time. And then, of course, the strong safety is Antonio Clary, who uh, who plays a, a tough brand of uh, de- uh, defense as well at his position. Six feet, 199. Uh, not a big guy, but he's a tough guy. And then, of course, Chase Chalmers backing him up. So that is the defense. You know, I'm smitten with that defense right now. Uh, you know, the names are, are always they, – they should start sounding very familiar to you guys because you hear them called a lot, you know, during some big plays. Our defense is um, maybe our calling card. Let, let's keep it – you know, let's keep that energy going. Let's see where this goes for us, and let's see if we can, um, you know, shut down Miami. That's what we're looking forward to do. Of course, the punter, getting to the special teams, Daniel Sparks. Uh, the punter had a punt block last week, but um, he has punted us out of some some of the issues that we, we've had. Some uh, the offense has struggled so much, and he's done a great job of getting us out of trouble uh, a lot of these games. And then, of course, the backup, excuse me, place kicker. You got the freshman Will Betteridge, who's the kicker. He missed two kicks and an extra point. I wonder, you know, if, <laughs> what coach would do. Would he go back to Brendan Farrell? You know, um, you know, because Will Betteridge is still cutting his teeth, you know, as a, as a true freshman. I don't know, but Will Betteridge being a, f- a five-star uh, kicker, maybe you just got to let him, you got to let him kick. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Will Betteridge is the uh, place kicker. Uh, the kickoff specialist is Brendan Farrell. Um, booming leg, gets the ball out there and does a great job completing his task there. The holder is uh, Jared Raymond. Long snapper is Aiden Livingston, and his backup is Lee Dudley. Uh, as our long snappers haven't had too many issues uh, with the long snapping, but um, the punt returner is Mr. Billy Kemp himself, Ethan Davies. Maybe even, I heard a story, maybe even we would have a backup quarterback, Jay Wolf, returning kicks. You know, if Billy can't, because Billy has been dealing with some injuries, they're just trying to get him healthy so they can get him out on the offensive end. I don't know. Maybe. You know, Ethan Davies, uh, Billy Kemp, the punt returners, but maybe put, uh, they're talking about putting Wolfhook back there to return. Uh, then, of course, kick returner, you got Mike Hollins and Demet Starling as the kick returners, looking for some better returns uh, going into the season to help this team uh, get to the next level of respectability. And that is uh, closing out the, uh, closing out this year with a better, uh, record as well. Chris suffers from excessive underarm sweat for over 10 years. He was so worried about sweating through his dress shirts that he started tucking maxi pads in his shirt to soak up the sweat until he found sweat block. Sweat block changed the game for him. Chris was able to fix his problem with sweat block. Sweat block was a, was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It is doctor created and doctor recommended. If you are someone someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweater odor, try sweat block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Sweatblock wipes were featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show by firefighters. And it gives you the confidence you want 
without embarrassing underarm sweat. Like I said before, if you if you if someone you if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save twenty percent with promo code Locked On at Sweatblock.com. Also available at on Amazon. So yeah, everyone, you know we definitely are looking forward to seeing what this team has to offer us moving forward. You know, especially with the way the defense is played. It's on, guys. It is on. And make sure we've got to be there to support our boys. And, uh, you know, we'll see what they have to offer us. Quickly, in basketball news, I did say we talk about some basketball. we got 12 days until the season opener. Just 12 days. You know, we're looking at, um, you know, the team, everyone coming in healthy. Uh, they play uh, University of North Carolina Central to uh, open the season at the JPJ. Uh, November 7th, make sure you're there. Uh, and it is a late game, but so what? <laughs> if you're in the area, go check them out. Uh, how about Kihei Clark was named uh, to the Bob Cousy Award watch list? Not the first time that's happened. I think he was on it last year as well. Uh, how about Jaden Gardner got picked as third-team All-ACC? Is that a slight? Uh, I'm going to have to talk about a little bit of that tomorrow. I think it is. There's only one person and it's uh, from UVA. UVA's picked to finish third in the ACC, and there's only one player on the third team. Whatever. We'll see what happens with that. Then, of course, the ACC, you know, like I said, they're picked pick to finish third in the ACC and pick number 18 overall in the AP poll. But before we do anything and go any further, just make sure you guys check me out tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of get into a little bit of a um, pre-show mode or, or pre-game mode, and we'll do a little bit more of an in-depth deep dive on the Miami roster. But I got to thank you guys for tuning in for uh, Locked On Virginia. It's been great. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen of the day. Thanks for making Locked On Virginia your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matters to the most, to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast.